Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday morning. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Morning to all those of, all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving, and on the old car radio. Welcome back, Janelle. Thank you. Nice week off? Uh-huh. It was really good, and still kind of recovering <laughs> from it, to be completely honest. <laughs> you know, you know, you eat too much, you drink too much, you sit in the sun, and you stay up too late. And uh, you need a week off after you have a vacation. <laughs> exactly. It means your vacation was done right. Uh, yeah, here in the good. nation's capital, I think the three of us were the only ones that didn't go to Alanis last night at Blues Fest. <laughs> Probably. I, w- I, I My friend invited me at the very last minute, oh. and I was so tempted. But I was like, I'll be a big bag of dirt tomorrow if I do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, all the reports over the weekend, too, of all the crowds leaving Blues Fest, trying yeah. to get trains. Like, it's just... It's a logistical nightmare to get back to the West End. <laughs> Absolutely. It is. You know. Yeah, you'd be getting home way, 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 yeah. way. But it looked, by all accounts, to be an incredible show. Hard to believe her first Blues Fest show ever. Really? Yeah. She's never played before. No. Well, she was scheduled to, to be here a couple of years ago, and then they couldn't make it happen. So she's been on the, on the docket for a couple of years. Now's mm-hmm. the time, though, because she's touring Jagged Little Pill again, yeah. so it's top of mind for a lot of people. So it was great. I'm sure, we don't know the numbers yet for last night's show. I'm sure it was a big one. But I don't know if anyone's going to come close to what happened on Saturday night with Luke Combs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, sent the festival over the top in terms of both attendance numbers and beer sales. <laughs> So, 30,000 plus people showed up Saturday night for Luke Combs. They call it um, the biggest show, the biggest crowd Blues Fest has seen since the Foo Fighters pulled in 40,000 in 2018. Wow. I was at that show in Mm -hmm. 2018. It was a huge crowd. And it also clocks in as one of the top-selling beer nights in the festival's 28-year history. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not, not surprised. surprised. And it's probably also like super hot. The weather gets people yes. drinking, and uh, let's just say For country sure. fans know how to party. I yes, think they do. everyone that I know was at that show. Wow! And there were definitely more cowboy hats than face masks. That's for sure. At that show, <laughs> because I don't know if you saw, but Ottawa Public Health talking about the COVID numbers this morning. They're actually encouraging people that are going to future Blues Fest shows, even though they're outdoors, mm-hmm. they're asking you to start wearing a mask or consider wearing a yeah, mask. Yeah, they're saying that, that even those outdoor gatherings, not a good situation to be yeah. in. But what's the public appetite for wearing masks again? That's what I, I ask. Yeah. People don't want to wear masks. Well, especially outside. They told yeah. us we didn't need to outside. Yeah. But now, yeah. I mean, if you see some of these crowds, like, I mean, it's too late for Saturday night's crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so probably a super spreader event. <laughs> All right, I know a lot of you missed these over the last week if you're on vacation, specifically you, Janelle. You miss my useless facts every morning? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you be doing every morning around this time when you're on vacation? You'd be Sleeping. You'd be lost. I would be 100% sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for those of you that, that actually enjoy this segment, we're all familiar of uh, the, um, the, the melody uh, of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Yes. Mm-hmm. Twinkle, Twinkle. We all, we, we've all heard, right? Mm-hmm. Now, two questions. you know who did it? No. Mozart, and the other mind-blowing thing, he wrote that, he recorded that when he was five. Five years old. The melody or the actual song? Is the song his? He wrote the melody of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star at the age of five. 
I wonder he who put it the in. words to it, though. Well, because did you guys also know that Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is the same melody as ABCD? Yeah, ABCD. Yeah. But like, who came up with the it song yeah. Twinkle Twinkle Little okay. Star? Mm-hmm. I wonder. Because that's so iconic. I mean, the melody for sure, but... And then like put an ABC song to it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Behind the alphabet. Mozart's behind that, eh? Cool. At the age of five, wrote that. Like, <laughs> what did your kid do at the age of five? On his little synthesizer at home. Then, 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 then. What's my kid doing? He's six. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> Pick it up. All right. Well, how do you rate that fact? I liked it. I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, yeah. on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I did. I'm pretty surprised that you like came to the table with something you know half decent for a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to give you an eight this morning. Wow. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. So the scores, we go 10 0 30 Chopper Joe. It's a 10, but I'm not impressed, but cool, I guess. A 10, but I'm not impressed. Oh, what? <laughs> Chopper Joe, it's a 10, but not impressed, How but do you cool, give I guess. something a 10 when you're not I'm impressed? Because yeah. Chopper Joe's a little slow. I know Chopper Joe. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Dad's Little Finlander, that's kind of cool and really interesting giving it a 10 as well. Oh, wow. Bitterman and Wife. Bitterman gives it a 9. I sing it daily at work to toddlers, giving you a 10 from his wife. Mm. Uh, The Country Bumpkins give me a 10. Wow, cool. Thank you very much. (laughs) Diva Clow, he was composing at 5. I was playing with Barbies. (laughs) (laughs) Giving it a 10. Look at you with all your 10s. Hall of Famer Gusto, though, not... That impressed, Ooh. saying, uh, I enjoy this segment, but this fact was not great. Only a well, that, five out of ten. That's why Hall of Famer Gusto is no longer in the Hall of Fame. Oh, sorry, Ooh. not in the Hall of Fame. Not, yeah. Yeah. not in the <laughs> Yes. Got kicked out again. Uh, the Bumpkins, uh, thank you for this information. Jane Taylor apparently wrote the words to Twinkle, oh. Twinkle, Little okay. Star. There you go. Thanks, Jane. <laughs> Got a 20 from Uncle Leli. That's so cool. I use a song to remember the notes on my flute, clarinet, and saxophone. 20 out of 10. Thank you very 20 much. 20 out of 10. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, thanks, Mozart. Look at that. All right. Well, well done. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, this was big news over the weekend. Sean Mendez announcing that he is pausing his world tour for three weeks to focus on his mental health to heal and take care of himself. He said that after a few years off the road, COVID, etc., he felt like he was ready to dive back in, but that decision was premature and it said it caught up with him and he's hit a breaking point already. He just kicked off his tour at the end of June on the 27th and had more than 80 scheduled tour dates through North America and Europe into next year. But his schedule, like, I don't know why they do this. They had him playing numerous back-to-back nights, but in different cities. That's wild. Yeah. So basically, yeah. you finish the show, get on transportation, travel through the night, and then do it all again the next night. That's just too much for anybody. So most of the shows that he's postponed for the next three weeks are U.S. shows. He is next scheduled to perform in Toronto, his hometown, oh. at the end of July. So I'm sure he wants to keep that date. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that's got a way on them. It happens. I mean, we saw it happen with Bieber. It right? happens to lots of these artists. They right. need to take that break. Yep, you got to take it. So, man, what is going on with Elon Musk and Twitter? What a mess. So, the richest person in the world said he was going to buy Twitter. $44 billion deal. Then he said he was trying to get more details from Twitter about what he was actually buying. And they wouldn't, you know, provide what he was looking for. And how many bots do you have on the platform, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, anyways, now he's said that he's going to bow out of the deal. 
But you can't just easily bow out of a deal without paying some big money because him simply announcing he's bowing out of the deal means, you know, stock market drops, this and that. Twitter is basically dead money right now, they're calling it. So uh, they are vowing legal action, no surprise. So they're saying this fight could go on and on. And I mean, this has already been ongoing since April. I know, months now. When he announced he (laughs) wanted to buy it. The lawyers would make a lot of money on this. Yeah. I mean, who has more money, though, Twitter and Elon Musk, to battle it out with lawyer fees? (laughs) (laughs) They have all the money in the world to throw at this, so it's going to go on and on. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, the opening weekend of Blues Fest here in Ottawa has been unbelievable with record crowds for shows like Luke Combs and Alanis Morissette. And years from now, there will be so many people looking back saying, that was the best show I've ever been to. Yeah. And that's what we're asking you this morning. Like, what is the best concert you've ever been to? But in Ottawa, specifically, we're going to keep it local this morning. So how would yeah. you answer that? Oh, man. Okay. So uh, to preface this, I've only lived in Ottawa for a good portion of the pandemic. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we had a, one normal year before all of that happened. So there weren't a lot of concerts for me to be able to get out and go to. And I mean, this is only the second Blues Fest that has happened since I moved here. So I did go to the very first Blues Fest, but it was a Thursday night. It wasn't like a huge show or anything like that. So I'd have to say that the best, best concert I've been to in Ottawa was um, we saw Arkells at the CTC, my uh, fiancé and I. And for me, it was such a great experience because it was like the second concert he'd ever been to. Oh, I don't know why, you know, at like he would have been like 26 at the time. Do you not let the kid out? <laughs> He's never gone to any concerts before. I have dragged him along to quite a few since and he absolutely loved them. But he didn't even really know the band all that well. But the best part was just watching him get into it. And by the end of it. He is like a massive fan. And now we both share like this huge fandom for one of our favorite bands. And I would love to go see them again. I know they're going to be in Ottawa later this year. So hoping to get out to that show as well. So it was just cool to experience that with somebody, you know, who hasn't really had that live music experience and see how they enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah, great. I love that. That's that's awesome. My favorite one has got to be Michael Bublé in 2014. I've seen him every time in, in Ottawa. I've seen him in Montreal. But what made the 2014 show extra special was he invited me up on stage to do a Sens Goal Call. Really? Yes, yeah. and that was really cool. I was freaked out, and I wasn't expecting it. I had met him before, but I was like, oh, my God. He's called, you only have one chance to do it. How did he, how did he approach you to do a Sens goal call? How did that even and how happen? Does that work into the, how does that fit into the middle of a concert? Well, yeah. he, he took a break because he likes to talk to the audience. So he's like, uh, there's a guy in here by the name of Stuntman Stu, and apparently uh, you guys know him. I'd like to call him up, and I, I did a goal call. Which senator did you choose? I did uh, uh, Carlson, assisted by Chris Neal. Did you give it the Carlson? I did. I did. I did. (laughs) Nice. But it was, uh, I have it on YouTube and I look back at that every now and again. It was a great concert. I'm going to flash it back to before we even had the CTC, we had the Ottawa Civic Center, everybody, here in Ottawa. And that was the only concert venue, really. And way back when, in 1993, my favorite show of all time will always be the Garth Brooks show. 
at the Civic Center. It was at the height of Garth era. Like, I actually just went back and looked at the set list, and it was, like, everything from, like, Friends in Low Places, the dance, the river, rodeo, standing outside the fire, like, all Mm -hmm. of his incredible hits. And that was at the height of when he would be... Like a crazy man running the stage. He was yeah. up here, down there, whatever. He was pouring water bottles all over <laughs> his guitarists and drummers. He was taking guitars and with another guy on stage, they were like smashing them against each other, like splinters everywhere. Like it was the most incredible showmanship and music I had yeah. ever experienced wow. in my entire life. Yeah. My mind was blown. And yeah. that's why he came back and played three shows a couple of years ago at the CTC. Yeah. It's just an unbelievable show. So we're asking you that same question. What is the best show that you have ever been to in Ottawa? You can call 750-1100 or text it in to 10 Well, the next time you're headed out for an outdoor concert, maybe even for Blues Fest later uh, this week, if it's going to rain, it might not actually be the worst thing ever, okay? Just hear us out. Rain could be a good thing. <laughs> For memorable concerts, but that's what we're talking about. The most memorable, amazing concert that you've ever been to in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. We have a text here at 10 or 30. The best show, hands down, was Rolling Stones at Lansdowne Park. 40,000 screaming fans. It was amazing. She'll never forget that show. And I was at that show in 2006. My wife was pregnant, and I said, we're not leaving until I hear Sympathy for the, de- the Devil. <laughs> Was it, so was I it made the her encore wait. song? No, it was, it was close to the end of the night because there was 40,000 people. Mm-hmm. I heard the song. We left. How <laughs> pregnant was she? Uh, it was August. So she, uh, she, was, uh, she gave birth in February. No, not too far along. Yeah. Oh, okay, That's okay, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this one, I, you, we got this text at 10 30 and I totally agree. Great Big C at the Civic Center. The stands were actually bouncing up and down. They were so fun. They always put on a great show when they were together. Meatball sandwiches at the Prescott before made it even better. Honestly, Great Big C, the most incredible show. The most incredible time, not in Ottawa, that I've seen them, though. We were sitting front row at the lower deck in Halifax. Oh, oh yes. So and it's yeah. so Good. intimate. Yeah. And they were right there. And then Alan Doyle sat down with us, and he grabbed my beer, and he sat down. He's like, wow, I'm seeing Great Big C at the lower deck. They're freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. He's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is the reason why you need to show up early for a concert. Nattering Nick, um, she tweeted us, and she even has her Pearl Jam ticket from her September show 2005. Mm -hmm. She said that she's seen them a few times, but this one was legendary because before the gig even began, Eddie got out on stage and he did a solar performance of Last Kits. Like the house lights all up. Like nobody had any idea that this was going to happen. And luckily they were there early and they got to see him do this like private performance just himself. And that was a massive song they did back then. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. What a great idea. Uh, Speaking, you were talking about the rain. Speaking of rain, I remember this so well. I was actually at this show to Kathleen. So Kathleen says her most memorable was Rod Stewart in the early 90s at Lansdowne. They were sitting under the canopy, uh, but there was never-ending downpours that kept delaying the show that night. She goes, people on the field were getting swamped with the deluge. I was one of those people on the field. (laughs) 
<laughs> we were getting hammered with torrential rain, but he refused to call it. He just kept waiting for, waiting for clearings, and then he'd run back out. The stage was a skating rink. He was slipping everywhere, oh. and Rod Stewart likes to kick out soccer balls. Every time he'd try to kick one, he'd oh like fall God. on his butt. He's so old, too. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But he also had, like, you know, his iconic spiky hair. The rain was pelting that, so it was, like, flat to his head, and, like, it's like, it was the craziest show, but she said, you know, after intermission, he obviously had a blowout. His hair came out all fluffy again. <laughs> but she's like, he was such a good sport. Like, he refused to end the show, and he just kept going. Yeah, Candace says, same situation. New Kids on the Block back in the 90s. Pouring rain. Yeah. She's like, they they just ran with it. They were running and sliding across the stage, like embracing it. So I remember that well. <laughs> if, it's, if it's ever going to rain, pack your poncho and it's going to be a memorable concert. Yeah, don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, after Justin Bieber made that pretty shocking announcement about his recent diagnosis with Ramsey Hunt syndrome, leaving partially paralyzed on half of his face, he kind of went radio silent on his social media platforms, taking the break that he said obviously he needed to uh, rest and recover. And he was pictured for the first time over the weekend. It looks like he and his wife were in Idaho with some friends having a beach day. But what many remarked is in a lot of the photos that we saw of him, it looks like it's getting back to normal. Oh, that's good. So his smile was kind of happening on both sides of his face and not mm. just one. And he looked to be in good spirits. And because everyone's wondering, like, how is he doing? Yeah. Like, is it getting better? Because obviously he's had to postpone his tour while his uh, face recovers. So it looks like he is getting there and he is looking better than he was before. So uh, following a two-year hiatus because of COVID, because COVID canceled everything, uh, 7-Eleven Canada is back, everybody, with their uh, free Slurpee Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. Highly anticipated free Slurpee Day <laughs> is today. So take advantage of the offer. Kids are out of school. You have them this afternoon. What are we going to do? We'll take a little day trip to the 7-Eleven <laughs> because today you can get a free small Slurpee on them. Nothing like a glass glass of uh, 30 grams of sugar. Love it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Mixing all the flavors and yeah. making the swamp yeah. mix? Yeah. That's a rite of passage as a kid. It is. <laughs> but then tomorrow, just to double down on free things Canadians can get, tomorrow is the day you can get yourself a free sub at Subway. What? So we were talking about the fact that they introduced this new 12 new sandwich menu, uh, which is the first time they've had a revamp in their menu this big in like 60 years. We're talking about that last week. Well, tomorrow is the day. So all you need to do is show up at a subway location tomorrow between 10 and 12 and you get a free sub. Uh, okay, I a know six what inch. I'm doing for lunch tomorrow. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you could get in. Yeah, well, that's it. The, the lineups might be winding around, but yeah, participating locations. So 10 to 12 tomorrow, free six inch. So there you go. Uh, we're all about giving you the news that you need. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's trending brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? Today we have Sandra and Darwin on the line. Who's buying first? It's a I good am. question. I lost on Friday. You okay. weren't here on Friday. Oh, yeah, I lost on Thursday. <laughs> I should go first today because I was off on Friday. Whatever, you pick. How about that? I want to go first. All right. Okay. All right, so you are playing with Darwin this morning, Stu. Good morning, Darwin. Hello. You ready to win? Yes. <laughs> You know, you're playing Hopefully. for Russell Peters tickets, right? 
I did not. He's coming to the CTC at the end of the month. You could be there if you win. All right. All right, let's, um, let's do a win here. Uh, Janelle, the choice categories, please. Oh, thank you to Lucretia Supaneka for sending in our categories. We have words that end in the letter O or words that have double O's in them. What do you like? Um, words that end in O. Words that end in O. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. It's a grocery store in Ottawa. Fresco. No, words that end in O. All right, you're going out uh, and you're going to a bar and you're going to sit on the what? The patio. Yes, and this was a dance in the 70s, a type of music. Disco. Yes, and uh, you're listening to us on the? The radio. Yes, and um, the beat of a song is also referred to as a? The tempo. Tempo. Thank you very much. Uh, th- these are big. Okay. How many okay. did we get there? You guys ended up with four. Okay. A- and you said, oh, words that I didn't know, but she said Freshco. Like, she was oh. actually... What did you think she said? I thought she said something else. Sorry. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's actually pretty good she came I up know. with Freshco. I was impressed. <laughs> All, All right. right. So you guys ended up with four. We'll see how that holds up and if it's enough to win. Okay. And we're going to go over to Sandra. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. Hello. So we have to be four to steal a win for those Russell Peter tickets, okay? Okay. All right. So again, our category... Words that have double O's in them. Okay. Okay. Double O's. All right. Here we go. Spaghetti. Those are long. Noodles. Yes. Uh, And a $2 coin is a? CUNY. CUNY. Yeah. And when you're sitting at the stove and you've got a pot, what are you doing? Cooking. Yes. Uh, And you do, like, people did classes or meetings over what during COVID? Yes, good. Yeah, you you pull these out of your mouth and the fairy comes? Yes. Uh, Sweaters are made of? Yeah. Uh, And kids wear these. It's a sweatshirt with a... Hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, The buzzer buzzer. doesn't matter. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Throwing a flag. I mean, she still wins, but I'm throwing a flag because she said cooking, and the word is cook. Oh, did I? Did yeah. You? Oh, I didn't catch you say that. I caught it. Oh, I didn't even catch that. The word was cook, and okay. she said cooking. So what did I get? She said cooking. I said I cooking. Said, no, she said cooking. Yeah, what's wrong with that? If that was me, you totally flagged that. No, no, no because cook is That's in the fine. word cooking. Okay. Yeah. All good. I wouldn't have flagged that. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. If I said the, if I said you're cooking at the stove, and the word is cook, cook is in the word cooking, so that shouldn't count. I didn't. I, I didn't hear myself say did cooking. Did Angie say cooking? Is no. The, the contestant said cooking. She said the yeah. right word, oh, but the word was okay. Cook. But the thing is, is she said cook, which is in cooking. Yeah. If she had only said cook and the word was cooking, she would have been missing the ing. Yeah. So she said cook and it was in cooking. How does okay. Do not know the rules of the game? I know, right? I thought you were saying that I said cooking. No. And I was about to throw my own self. No, as long as they say the word. You lo- yeah. I'm, I'm done now. I'm good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my what a gosh. debate this was. All right. Tell her what she's won. Well, congratulations. As we said, uh, Russell Peters is coming to town. The Act Your Age Tour. We've got a pair of tickets to go see him um, July 26th at the CTC. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I was like she probably hung Sorry up about that. by now. <laughs> Have a good time at the show. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? <laughs> what a fitting song. Yeah. 
There were a lot of tears <laughs> this weekend. There were. Was there anything sadder than seeing all these little kids dressed up like the weekend with their red blazers and their black and crying because the show was canceled hours before it was to start at the Rogers Center? Oh, Oof. my gosh. Yeah. Uh, the weekend himself was left crushed and heartbroken after all that happened on Friday. Of course, his show was canceled due to that massive Rogers outage across the country. It's his home stadium, his home city. And the outage meant it was impossible to put on the concert. He said it was like safety concerns. The operations was compromised. He tried his best. They were at the venue all day long trying to figure it out. And it just couldn't go on. So they've yet to announce a new date. But he could be heading back to Toronto soon because he has been nominated for the Polaris Music Prize for 2022. Now, this honors and rewards artists who produce uh, albums of distinction. So his new album, Dawn FM, uh, has reached number one in more than 10 countries. That's incredible. That's distinct. So uh, he is sh- uh, the shortlist for the Polaris Prize is going to be announced this week. The overall winner will be awarded at a ceremony in Toronto in September. But uh, he also this year, if that's not enough, became the most listened to artist on all of Spotify. <laughs> The whole entire thing. No, yeah, no. He's, he's pretty popular. He's kind of a big deal. No big yeah. deal. So, no surprise, this is trending. This brand new roller coaster that's going to be opening up at Six Flags. And it's about to break records. It is called the Wonder Woman Flight of Courage. It opens this weekend. Just wrap your brain around this. It will become the tallest and longest coaster in the entire world. Mm. It is 3,300 feet. So, like, you're on this ride forever. (laughs) It has steep climbs, an 87-degree drop. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you. (laughs) Nope. Heights of up to 131 feet at the tallest parts and speeds up to 58 miles an hour, which is almost 100 kilometers an hour. Nope. I'll take a picture of you guys on it. No, it thank you. Sounds like a lot of fun. I would actually do this. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, when the Leviathan first opened, not even at all the same level mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, Toronto, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the tallest coaster in Canada. I think I they were think calling so, it. Yeah. This is the tallest one in the world, guys. Congratulations, Six mm-hmm. Flags. Which Six Flags do we need to go to? That's the one in California. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Currently booking my flight. <laughs> and that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, this is a feel-good story that just keeps on giving. And it all starts with Adam Gillen. After four years of struggling to survive on the streets, he had all but given up hope. And he thought, that's it. I'm never going to see my family again. This is my life forever. So until one day, while he was searching through a dumpster in Edmonton, he was always dumpster diving, he happened to find a picture of, of all things, Bambi. So he was thinking, okay, well, maybe I can get some drugs for it. Like, that's where he was at in his life. So he sold it at an antique shop for 20 bucks, just went on his way. But the buyer, Alex, who owned the shop, discovered that it was an original animation cell from the Disney movie. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) And he sold it for close to four grand. So he said he didn't feel right just keeping all that money. So he started searching the streets for Adam. So the problem is... Where do you find him? He's yeah. homeless. He's no fixed address. But after two weeks of sticking with it and daily searches, he found him and he gave Adam half the money. So two grand, 
when you have zero pennies to your name, mm-hmm. two grand is a lot of money. Totally. So Adam was blown away when he was handed this envelope of cash. But the thing is, is that Alex didn't keep the other half of that four grand. He spent it on a hotel, food, and clothes for Adam. And then launched a GoFundMe for him on top of that that ended up raising almost $20,000. <gasps> wow. So Adam said, basically having nothing for years and then someone throws you a bone or a lifeline like this is obviously life-changing. And even still, with all of this generosity, the reality or the thought of returning home to face his family was unbearable to him. I mean, he left, he was homeless, he was using drugs, and he never thought he'd go back. But he didn't want to waste this newfound money and chance he'd been given on drugs. He wanted to get sober and he wanted to get back home. So with Alex's support, Adam found the courage to face his fears. He boarded a train, went back to London, Ontario, and faced his family. So here he is now, four years later, he's still doing the work and he's thriving. He's sober. He's healthy. He is now present in his children's lives. He's running his own drywall business on top of that. And he's like, he now considers Alex a brother who obviously saved his life. And he's like, just this whole Bambi thing. He's like, it's kind of a miracle. Like, how does this Bambi picture get in a dumpster and change my life? Right. So these guys, too, they live like half a country away from each other, but they still take the time to talk regularly. They visit each other all the time. And he's uh, Adam says, you know, or Alex says, you know, there's thousands of people just like Adam out there. And when you pass them on the street, you just don't even give them a second look mm-hmm. or the time of day. And he's like, when people are put back into a nurturing environment, they're capable of anything. And you think you'll find that they thrive, you know? Just Everyone's give them got a, a chance. Story. Yeah. yeah. They just need to be given a chance. That's a very cool story. And just like this brotherhood now between the two of them. Mm. So great. That's all the feels on Move 100.